Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 184, and today we'll be talking about the upcoming episodes just about to be released on the app. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm David. So, uh, tempted as I am to put this episode up early, I'm probably going to put this one up at the ordinary time. So, by the time this goes up, people listening to the podcast may very well have had the chance to see the episodes for themselves. Uh, Right now, the previews are available, and none of us have seen the previews. So, this is a fun episode. We're going to make predictions, and we're going to see how we do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fearful (laughs) for how well I'm going to do. That's okay. You miss every ball you don't swing at. (laughs) So, so what I think we should do is we should talk about the promo that dropped earlier this week, the series recap, and then we can talk about the individual episodes, which uh, we can now tell from their listing on the app are listed in the correct order on the Futon Critics. So I can just pull that up right now. We have Your Mother and Mine, followed by The Big Show, Pool Hopping, and Letters to Lars. But we'll get to that after the the promo, which has the the good stuff in it. What do you guys think of the actual format for this promo? I mean, Cartoon Network's sort of admitting, hey, we don't really air this show, so here's a (laughs) summation of everything that's happened so far. What was their motivation behind doing that instead of like a traditional trailer just showing new content? I mean, I guess it's just to show that they still care about the show. <laughs> that they're not yeah. just throwing it away or, you know, just putting it off to the side. You know. I, yeah, I do like that they're like, hey, all this previous stuff was important. It, it at least tells me that this stuff is not going to be like totally empty, just beachy episodes, right? Because... Clearly, you need to know all this stuff to head into this new stuff. And then, like, additionally, maybe by it not being a traditional trailer, there might be a lot of, you know, spoilery content. They kind of are like, this new stuff's going to be really cool, so we don't really want to show you that much of it, right? So that got me really excited. They've even put individual season recaps up on the app. I I don't know how long they've been available, but they're really jumping out at me because they're unlocked now, so I'm pretty sure they're new. That's interesting. That that really speaks to Isabel's point then about them putting a little effort in actually creating season recaps uh, and recognizing the importance of needing to know what's happening in Steven Universe because it's not like their other cartoons. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I do think that for the promo, I... I I had, I had expected that the juiciest stuff from the promo would be in the two-parter that will not be in with this release, but will air on, I think it's May 7th. But after looking at the thumbnails that are available on the app, I'm not so sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I was thinking most of the flashback material anyway, all the like black silhouettes of Rose and stuff would be in the two-parter. But I did think maybe Letters to Lars would contain maybe some things. I mean... That and maybe the timelines in pool hopping, but I mean, I don't think those would contain flashbacks, but maybe I feel like stuff could be revealed there, especially Letters to Lars has the hint of, you know, just based on its description, just like Stephen writes letters about what's going on in Beach City. Well, there could be some pretty important things happening in Beach City since Mm. he and Garnet were just looking through the outcomes of what's about to happen in Beach City. So, oh, yeah, I think those are fluff episodes. You think so? 
Mm. If you look at the episode thumbnail for Letters to Lars, it's Mayor Dewey dressed up to play tennis. So I don't <laughs> think he's even found work at the Big Donut yet. You know, that could be just the opening shot. He's just, <laughs> and you know, just playing tennis and then boom, attack. That could be how he goes from rest and relaxation to finding his calling at the Big Donut. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it's it's your mother and mine. That's going to be interesting because this has to be Garnet meeting the off colors and the thumbnail is that shot of the from the promo of the amethysts at the kindergarten. And if you remember, Rose in the promo was up there like she was addressing them and she was recruiting them, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. So that's going to be good. Yeah, it's interesting that like I'm trying to match up where things in the promo might fit in but i i don't know like your mother and mine i don't even know what the plot of that might look like like steven just takes garnet with him to meet the off colors see how lars is doing but like why <laughs> i mean i guess it's nice for steven to start introducing garnet to his new friends but where do we go there after they all say hello to each other i don't really know what the plot looks like for that um well uh, the promo seems to indicate that things get spicy there. We have Garnet shouting, you've got it all wrong. And there are people who say that that looks like it's on Lars's ship. Oh, interesting. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess in that episode, uh, Garnet's actually going to tell the off-colors what's really going on. Like, what really happened in, like, the war and stuff. Oh, mm. well, shoot. That actually is the perfect setup then i guess that could be a good time for some flashbacks yeah because they did have the misconception about what had happened to earth they didn't think that mm-hmm. any living thing could be there well then i'm completely sold by that theory especially since it's called your mother and mine which i was wondering how that title even matched up with them meeting the off colors anyway like the off colors don't have a mom or anything like that but maybe if they're talking about rose quartz's rebellion maybe that has something to do with it now, I don't know if you two have been following the subreddit very closely, but there is a theory going up there after we saw that we're finally going to get to see the attack by the diamonds, including mm. White Diamond's hand. And we're going to get to see the moment Rose Quartz shields herself, Garnet, and Pearl. Uh, there are people who think that maybe that attack was meant to be much more devastating, and it is only because of the impact on Rose's shield and remember from Ocean Gem, it can have strange effects when attacks hit that shield, that the corruption happened. Whoa. Hmm. I don't know. I like, first of all, just seeing their hands, the sort of pointed fingers that White Diamond has. We were kind of talking about the nature of White Diamond a few weeks ago, and that definitely hints to like a really, (laughs) every major cartoon villain has sharp edges and creepy <laughs> pointy fingers so i'm excited to see the design reveal for white diamond because mm-hmm. uh her hands just i don't know it's just really tempting she's a lot smaller than i was hoping she'd be that means <laughs> that what we saw in the trial probably was her ship which means that pink yeah. diamond's ship was probably legs and i just don't like that direction <laughs> i'm totally down for the legs because <laughs> that's just hilarious to me i don't know and like does the ship have hips <laughs> i just it's great but i'm totally down for that i think that ever since we saw the green hand in the return which obviously probably isn't even part of the large diamond ship but like it was just so exciting to me that we'd see that one day so i'm okay with that i mean it can only make sense steven destroyed the giant foot rose destroyed pink diamond you know the diamond whose ship has the foot on it 
Mm, the foot, you know. Foreshadowing. Mm. And perhaps Steven's face in Serial once again will save the day. I don't know. I mean, that's that's my go-to solution for most problems. Usually works. <laughs> Uh, so also speaking of attacking, <laughs> uh, we were led to believe perhaps that the diamonds had a song, but they were just kind of aiming their hands and we've already seen like yellow diamonds shoot lightning out of her hand. So I'm wondering how that attack's actually going to look now. Mm-hmm. Cause also if we're going to see part of that attack, I mean, are we going to be hinted at a diamond song again? I mean, cause then what are we going to hear white diamonds singing or I, I just feel like we're not going to get much of a white diamond reveal. So I, they're probably not going to show much of a song either, but I'm interested to know how that ties in. Maybe White sings bass, like Whoa. she sings the bass line. That would be crazy mm. if she actually was like a had a really deep voice uh, to sort of balance the diamonds. Hmm. You know, if she kind of had a Kreia from Knights of the Old Republic two aesthetic and this dark, sinister voice, it could work. It'd be intimidating. So just on like a philosophical level, the very start of the promo starts with Rose kind of um, describing again why the gems fight and do what they do. And I find it interesting that she's like talking all about love and love that's out of control. And then she's sort of talking really peacefully and inspirationally. And then when she says risk everything for it, it's just like weaponry. (laughs) And I don't know, to me, that was like an interesting thing that they were sort of fighting against like that that she has this really peaceful mantra about like protecting humans but then also like fighting and and violence is part of how they solve it we've already seen like in bismuth that sort of dichotomy uh and the pressure that created on steven and i'm wondering where that goes in the future as far as dealing with his moms i mean he already has dealt with like pink diamonds killing but I, I wonder how much farther that will go if that was really meant to even be an opposing thing or not but it sort of felt that way at the start of the promo. Kind of interested to see Rose's philosophy be be pushed more. The gems sort of have a way out as far as you don't actually have to kill them. You can just poof them to mostly control uh, an army you're battling. But I like seeing her philosophy be tested, especially Steven's sort of dealing with it. So When they're doing the part with Bismuth, the whole destroying the physical form but never their gem, I keep going back and forth on whether I think that Rose asked her to do that, or if she's disappointed in her inability to make a sword that can shatter a gem. That is interesting. I think when I saw that scene, at least, she just looked disdainful that that the sword doesn't shatter, because I don't think it's so much a failure for her, but she just doesn't like that Rose would request such a weapon. So you're going on the whole, that's a specific request. Yeah, I I think she would have asked for that sword i don't know i don't think bismuth was just making it i mean she could have just created it before but the way that she said it sounded like a specification like i need to be able to cut through gems but not through their gems (laughs) i did also thinking of weaponry we see in all the weapons held up we can see like bismuth hammer pearl spear garnet's gauntlet and then there's like a bunch of other just really generic spears but there's also like an axe wielder which kind of looked like the giant axe that we saw in the strawberry fields, although the giant axe was probably held by a fusion. Are you talking about the one where it's Rose, Pearl, Garnet, and Bismuth together, and you got Bismuth holding the axe? Well, there's like a bunch of them holding their fists in the air. I think it's right after Rose says, uh... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, because in that one, Bismuth has her hammer up. Right, that axe might be wielded by one of the uh, Snowflake or Crazy Lace. I'm wondering if there's one other or two other key positions in the 
crystal gems that we might get to see. But anyway, I thought that was interesting that they drew at least one more unique weapon. Uh, one scene in the promo that I thought was kind of a little funny was when Steven's like reading the how to talk to people, but it has the Steven Universe logo <laughs> yes. on it. <laughs> yes, I liked that, that they had photoshopped that. Yeah, they're really catching on with that sort of meme culture of editing their existing content and stuff. I mean, they've done really ridiculous things like edit entire blocks of shows with googly eyes on them. But also ever since they had uh, their intern, Michaela, I think they've gotten into that sort of thing more too. Hmm. So what do you guys think about Lapis on the Moon? Why? (laughs) (laughs) I really love the comparisons to just like, I think I saw on on the subreddit, just like a kid running away from home, but just hiding in the backyard. (laughs) Yes. I'll hide in the one place they'll never look, within walking distance of an old diamond base. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why Steven was even looking through that telescope in the first place. That might be interesting, but also... Yeah, he snapped two lapis. Somebody gave him that revelation. Oh, you mean like lapis over there? And then he's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it'll be fun to see how lapis reacts to being found or exactly what her plan is there i'm glad that she has a heart big enough to have not completely left though (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna we're gonna find some isolated corner of the universe where they'll never find us right next to the planet they want to blow up (laughs) yeah she must not care that much about (laughs) i don't know yeah she just realized that paradox was right they don't get wi-fi that far away from earth so okay but actually if lapis was still getting wi-fi from the moon and that was the only reason she was that close that would (laughs) that would be so heartbreaking steven's like lapis you still stayed here and she's just like on an ipad and she's just like oh what no (laughs) i was just here for the signal yeah paradox couldn't soup the wi-fi up any better than this so this is as far as i could get uh I mean, you know, Earth is only going to be there for how long? So she she's got to use that Wi-Fi while she can. She's got to make it make it count. <laughs> uh, so I wonder which episode that will be, or will that be the two parter? I just don't know. Uh, I mean, we can definitely play mm-hmm. like exclusion. That has to be the two parter. None of these four episodes would make sense for finding Lapis. That right. has to be the two parter. Because then, what are you going to do with Lapis if you just see her? Now we have to deal with that, right? So so that, so that makes your mother and mine the flashbacks, and then we got three fluffy episodes, and then we got Lapis back. I'm I'm fine with that. I you know I mean it sounds like I think pool hopping could be. I am interested how what they think is going to be the entertaining part of that. Like if it's just oh, more come on. like even... you were not amused by Future Vision. They better bring Death Rag back. We've already seen them stretch that idea, though. Like, we saw a whole episode of Steven living out, you know, timelines, trying to get it right, you know, well, to that, get those Connie were home. Fatal. Those were fatal timelines. These are just these are just very unlikely ones. So, yeah, I don't know, like, what they're going to see. Like, I'm guessing pretty much there's going to be multiple lighthearted ones and then one maybe serious one. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'll say this. Pool hopping better get us some PD. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to show us. I mean, are we going to see diamonds attacking? Or are we just going to see like, it'd be hilarious if they saw just like things like the darkest timeline and then like <laughs> just completely random. They're in a timeline that's not even tangent, like is completely parallel to their reality. Not even like a fork. Right. And it's just like 
everyone's Adventure Time characters, right? It's not even Steven Universe related. It's just like random things happening, geometric shapes floating around. Like, I have no idea what they're going to come up with. Um, <laughs> that'd be weird, though, <laughs> to see them. You know, it's been a while since we had like a trippy sort of sci-fi episode, you know, along the lines of like Steven going into Rose's room and being like, don't know what happens. So that'd be cool if they really kind of stretched their creativity in pool hopping. But we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe Steven will just keep being worried about choking on a pickle or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> something else happens with the pickle, obviously. What if that's the follow-up we get? What else Chains happens? James gets caught in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, as far as writing, I think Letters to Lars will be interesting, like why they choose that perspective to have it Stephen writing home about Lars. I mean, we've already seen them use that framing as far as like, I'm telling a story to Connie, so I'm wondering why they're reusing it. Well, usually usually it's people telling stories to Stephen, because if Stephen's telling the story, we we already saw it. So this will be interesting. Stephen gets to tell someone something. Hmm. Anyway, what were you going to say, Isabel? Oh, um, you know, uh, Pearl was like, you know, covering her mouth again in that, in the promo, oh, yes. so... Yeah, I'm sure at this point, I mean, I think it's pretty pretty certain that that's intentional like she just can't help that like something's going on there yeah ten thousand percent and the Mm. thing i'm interested in is which is the more important fact the thing that she can't say or the reason she can't say it Mm. like it'll be is it just something programmed into pearls is it something very specific that there's a reason why she can't say it relating to the information uh i mean is it just as dumbly obvious as who shattered pink diamond? Is it something tangentially related? Uh, but she's definitely the only one who knows anything about this. In the promo, Steven sort of ominously says, I know there's things the gems aren't telling me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe Garnet. Pearl's like, please let me tell it. Right. It's definitely just Pearl. <laughs> so. Although maybe Bismuth, you know, we could always unpop business. Bismuth could be a friend. Talk about some stuff, you know. Yeah, have a, you could have Sugalite there to chaperone. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's Bismuth going to do, really? Uh, she's wouldn't be even aggressive anyway. Well, I mean, we talked about that the last time we retro talked about business, but like business, not even a threat. Like she's literally already redeemed. They bubbled a redeemed character. Well, yeah, it does look like she's figured out that Steven and Rose are not the same person. So right. Whatever. Once you do that, <laughs> I'm not Rose Quartz. She's only bubbled because it's more convenient to have her away. But other than that, she's already ready to go to be unpopped. So. Let Bismuth talk. Free Bismuth. I do like seeing her in the flashbacks, though. She would have the best war stories. Yeah. It's cool that she's being featured again. Like, she's fully drawn, you know, into all the, the backstory. So, that's cool. So, I guess uh, I guess you guys want to talk about the individual episode titles and descriptions, then? Yeah. So, what do you think Lars is still doing in space? Why aren't they heading back to Earth? We're going to go say hi to them. In space. Well, remember, Emerald can track him. They have to. He has to make very sure before he heads to Earth that Emerald cannot track him back to Earth. Otherwise, okay. that's going to be a problem. I mean, that's a pretty good reason why. And you almost had me convinced, but then I unconvinced myself because who cares? I mean, they already know where Earth is. Like, does she really need to track? I mean, I guess she cares about that ship. I don't know. It just doesn't seem that important. The Emerald is showing up to make. Tr- like this isn't just an abstract we know there are crystal gems on this planet this is emerald 
who really, really, really wants to catch Lars and anyone associated with him, do you really want to bring that heat to Earth? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we don't know how big of a fleet Emerald commands, so that might be pretty bad news. But I mean, she's easy to outwit when you're on the move. When you're trying to defend one specific spot, she can overwhelm them. I wonder, can I guess they can trace activity on warp pads, though. I'm like, just get Lars to the nearest warp pad, and then let's just sort of chain to them the together. the nearest warp pad. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like Rick in that uh, episode where he's running from the other Ricks, running from portal to portal, and they're chasing him. Yeah, you know, we can get Lars home. Bring Lars home. Because how else are we going to get that guy home? Remember, they did kind of trash the galaxy warps. Yeah, but, uh, well, I guess we don't have any of that healing fluid around. I don't know. Let's just, I guess there's not a way for Lars to, that, that's an interesting point. I guess Lars isn't going to be home for quite a while because they're not going to want to bring him back. But also, is he just going to be on the run still? That's interesting. I guess this will be a time where they're not necessarily being chased so that we can do some storytelling. Well, something goes down. I, I really hope that the off-colors don't turn on Garnet. I, I hope it's something else. So why do we think they'd be mad at Garnet? Just because she's I a- have no idea. We did we see that in the promo, or are you talking about something else? Because that's in the promo, the one where she says you have it all wrong. We we don't know who she's talking to, so <sighs> it invites us to fear the worst. Okay, I guess I missed that part in there because I don't remember that. But okay, but yeah, your mother and mine—that's definitely her with the off colors. That's definitely got a lot of the flashbacks, although. I guess all the pink diamond flashbacks as well, because uh, I don't know why they would shove that in on a lapis two-parter. I don't know. I don't think the two-parter is going to be centered around lapis, though. Although, do we know, your GC, master of all knowledge, uh, how many episodes are left in this season as far as like where we're going to be after these four and then a two-parter? Um, I think it was, I think it was 16 episodes, so 10 episodes after this one okay. i think i'm just wondering what we think like diamonds probably aren't going to come this early into the conflict because i mean they're kind of end game what are you going to do to defeat diamonds so they're probably going to close off the season so i don't know i feel like just an emotional two-parter centered around bringing lapis home though wouldn't be that exciting i don't know I feel like it's gonna kind of close off. Well, remember they had a they had a two parter about you know meeting Carl and having Thanksgiving dinner with him. So yeah, <laughs> so, um, I mean, they'll they'll do what they want. Man, that's an Aqua <laughs> Gene Hunger Force team up to defeat the Diamonds would be really great. Maybe that's why they brought him on the show. <laughs> Um, Maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. I I think pool hopping might give us an idea of if we don't hear about the two-parter for a while after these episodes air. Uh, I mean, whatever reason they're looking through future t- timelines for might have to do with whatever threat's coming. So That could be the episode they see Lapis in. Like, just at the end, Steven's like, oh, Garnet, those are some crazy timelines. You know, very unlikely ones. And Garnet's like, well, you know what the least likely timeline there is? Stephen, you know, they're out there by his telescope. You looking at that telescope and turning to the exact spot where Lapis put the barn. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But also, so right after pool hopping is letters to Lars. I mean, there's got to be like, what else? Stephen just saw Lars. 
he just saw him in space because they just went to talk to the off colors. So either something major happened or a lot of time passes or something. Hmm. I think that's an interesting point that he's writing letters to Lars. Well, Steven has time to film the whole documentary about Sadie Killer and the suspects. So. Yeah. Do we think what else is going to be significant for the big show as far as I mean, the description hints that they get a big break. Uh, do we think it really is a big break? Is this band heading somewhere? Hmm. I don't know. Judging from the costumes we saw in the <laughs> in the promo, eh, not really. Jenny's outfit was priceless. I really loved the grass around her neck. <laughs> yeah, she's the tombstone. Buck was the werewolf, and what was what was sour cream a grave digger or something? Was that a shovel he was holding? I couldn't I mean, tell. It could have been a scythe. He just had a like really long black robe. That covered the split in his short slash pants. So, uh, I don't know. We need a Kaiser Soze reference in there somewhere. Hmm. Safety killer and the usual suspects. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know. I feel like just in advance, the least interesting episode to me is the big show right now. So I'm interested to see what it proves because... I mean, I, I can't say that the plot sounds predictable right now because I don't really know what's going to happen in it, but it's just like them practicing. There's probably going to be a song featured. And then I, I don't really know. I, I just don't know what it feels like more interesting stuff's happening right now. Like now I care about space and the gems again, where normally I like towny episodes, but I, <laughs> I don't know where this fits in or why I should care about their band. So I'm interested to see. Well, we're, we're going to know tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is good. This is going to be a fun episode to listen back to. <laughs> I might have to wait on doing that. <laughs> Too embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> when absolutely none of this happens and we're just completely bamboozled, <laughs> I'll, I'll be ashamed. Well, I mean, Cartoon Network could pull a fast one on us. Not all of the stuff from the promo necessarily has to be from the upcoming six episodes. I agree. I, you know, we're saying that the flashbacks have to appear in your mother and mine or maybe in the two parter. But those could just be preparation for a longer thing, because I thought looking at these episode descriptions, it just felt like it wasn't necessarily ready to address these questions. And what's the point of addressing them in your mother and mine if we then avoid the topic for a while? Because Big Show doesn't really have anything to do with it. Pool hopping and letters of Lars probably aren't going to deal with the diamond conflict. So I don't know. Could be. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Anybody have any more thoughts about any of the episodes? Mm. 24 hours feels a long time away. <laughs> I, I, I really hope the death rag is in pool hopping. I love that little song. Yeah. Maybe not death rag. Maybe son of death rag. Yeah. I do a spin on it. I'm yeah. Hey, music in. I'm always excited to hear new music in the episodes. That'll be fun to hear. That one's definitely a chance for them to be creative especially if they do creative timelines maybe you can play some really freaky music too in addition to the classic <laughs> death rag okay so that's been us on our predictions uh, join us next week where we'll be talking about the episodes after actually having seen them <laughs> <laughs> until then i'm gc13 i'm isabel and i'm david uh don't forget to leave us a review on itunes later everybody our opening and closing music is by james roach for more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.